on the floor. Now my jewelry box froze. Fuck a bowl, fuck a stove. Counted millions in a cold. Bad bitch, booted swole. Got her on bankroll. Can't fold, that's a no. Headshot, case closed. What is up, guys? It's Andy Frisella, and this is the show for the real. Let's say goodbye to the lies, the fakeness, and delusions of modern society. And welcome to motherfucking reality. Guys, today we have Q and AF. That's where you get to submit the Qs. And uh, we bring you the AFs. Now, you can submit your questions, and they can be about anything, a few different ways. The first way is... Guys, you can email those questions in to askandy at andyforseller.com. The second way is you can go on YouTube. And um, I know most of you guys are listening on audio, but we are on YouTube. And if you go on YouTube and you go in the uh, Q&AF episodes and you go in the comments and you drop your question in there, we'll answer some from there as well. Other times, if this is your first time listening, we have shows within the show. This is not a single format show, all right? We have uh, CTI. That means cruise the internet. That's our current events, news, politics, uh, what the fuck is going on in the world type show, all right? We put topics on the screen. We speculate on what's true. We speculate on what's not true. And then we talk about how we, the people, can be the solution to the problems going on in the world. Other times, we have real talk. Real talk is just five to 20 minutes of me giving you some real talk that I think needs to be said. And then other times we have 75 hard verses. 75 hard verses are episodes where we bring on people who have completed 75 hard, who have completely transformed their entire existence and become a different human being. And we explain their stories and also explain how you could do the same. If you didn't know, 75 Hard is the initial phase of the Live Hard program, which you can get for free at episode 208 on the audio feed. This is the world's most popular mental toughness transformative program. It will change your entire life, okay, because it fixes what's going on in the inside. It's not a Band-Aid. It's an actual solution. Go check it out. That's why it keeps growing, episode 208. Uh, with that being said, we have this thing we call the fee. Uh, that means share the show. You'll notice something different about this show. Uh, there's not a show of this size that exists on the fucking internet that doesn't run ads. I can make eight figures a year just running ads. I don't run ads because I don't want to be told what to say or what not to say. So in exchange for that, I appreciate if you guys would just share the show. The message doesn't get out if you don't share it. A lot of you guys message me, say, oh, oh God, everybody should listen to this show. Yeah, that's why we do it. So share it the fuck out there. All right? Don't be a hoe. Share the show. All right. What's up? What's going on, man? You got a little change up right now. What's that? Well, I mean, you know, what What, what I normally got on, what you normally got on, it's a little different. What you got, oh, what, shit. What you got there? This is something else. A little change up there? Yeah. It's called, it's called something else. Dude, can we set the record straight? Because I feel like, you know, and the guys here, we all see it. Thousands of comments. Yes, I am getting emails. much better looking as I get older and uh, <laughs> much more jacked. Um, everything is getting leaner and tighter and more beautiful. Toit. Yeah. Yes, toit. <laughs> it's very handsome. So, yes, you don't have to tell me. I already know. All right. Well, the record's straight there. Yeah. No, but like- I'm The record saying. is straight there. <laughs> Everybody's asking about the hats. Do we want to? Do we want to just like? No. What, what's the bottom line of them? We have them and you don't. <laughs> that's the bottom line. All right. Well, that's, that's yeah. what you guys get. And whenever, when, when, whenever you have them, you'll have them as well. Yeah. 
All right, yeah, I like it. That's it. I like. It. I do like that design though. That's yeah. a nice little change. I bet yeah. you wish you had this one. I don't have that one yet. Yeah. No, so you got to graduate. Okay. So this. So is... we started with that one, and now there's a few people that have that one. So mm-hmm. I had to elevate my game. Yeah, to separate yourself. Yeah, yeah. That's right. I get it. Yeah. I get it. One hundred percent, man. Yeah. So my uncle John, who uh, is pretty much like my second dad, you know, he he used to uh, he used to have this saying that he used to always tell us, and he'd say, "Here's here's the only thing you need to know." Uh, I'm it, and you ain't. <laughs> that's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, listen, that's a, that's a good life. Yeah. So that was his, that was his saying growing up. Yeah. So I heard the other. I one got one. it, and you don't. Yeah, deny, 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 and then another one. No, that's my dad's. Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's a good story. Yeah. yeah sweet man. Uh, well, I mean, it is Q and A. I got yeah. some good ones for you. Oh, all right. <laughs> Let's dive. To be these. determined. Yeah. Well. well uh, let's let's dive into this, man. Uh, question number one, it's on everybody's mind. Um, I've seen this question quite a bit. Um, Andy, they say if, it's really when. Uh, Andy, if and when COVID pops back up, how exactly do we go about not complying with these masks or anything else in the narrative? I go to, to a university, and I'm not sure how I can go along with it if masks are reinstated. I'm sure many people are wondering about this uh, for their work, too. We need your input. Well, I mean, I started giving my input on this in 2020. Y'all didn't listen. And half of y'all, you know, who listened to my personal development content started making fun of me and talking shit and saying that I'm lost my motherfucking mind when I told you not to wear the mask the first time. Okay. And now a lot of you came back and you're like, oh, Andy, you were actually right. I'm sorry. Okay. Fair enough. Um, But I've already told you what needs to be done and I've already told you how to handle it. You have to decide whether or not you have the fucking balls to actually do it. And by the way, it's not that difficult. It's real, it's real simple. Let me, let me show you how. <clears throat> Take some practice. All right. Use your preference. Like, sir, put your mask on. Okay. All right. What do you say? It takes a little practice. Uh-huh. All right. But it's. <clears throat> I don't get it right the first time every time. Right. <laughs> No. Yeah. <laughs> it's only the first one too. Like the first one's only like the hardest well, one you'll ever have is the first one. DJ, I do not understand how hard this is for you people to fucking do. How do you not have enough fuck you in your blood to look someone in the eye and say no? Like that's that's a big problem. Yeah. That's not just say, pr- it's not just COVID. That's it, right. That's going to be a big problem in your life. A big problem in most of your all's life is that you lack the ability to say no to the shit you want to say no to. Okay, mm-hmm. and what does it do? It sucks you into relationships you don't want to be in. It sucks you into careers you don't want to be in. It sucks you into having to go to dinner with people you don't want to go to dinner with. It sucks you into all kinds of stuff you don't want to do because you lack the simple ability to look someone in the face and say fucking no it's really simple dude their reaction after you say no is not your responsibility it doesn't matter whatever they think they can think you don't need to carry the burden of how you saying no to someone makes them feel okay no is a complete sentence you don't need to explain it but if you'd like to explain it there's a whole bunch of research on the internet and there's three years worth of podcasts where you can cite specific examples and medical experts that talk about how this shit doesn't work okay i mean the fact that you're even asking the question the fact that you're even bro 
This is you. You're being a coward. You know it's wrong. You know it's not what we should be doing, but you go along with it anyway. And because everybody went along with it the first time, now we're in this situation. And by this situation, I don't mean them pulling COVID again. Now you have mass migration at the border. Now you have unfathomable crime ways. Now you have your money not going as far as it could go. You have all these different situations. Our tax dollars being sent to Ukraine. The demoralization of America. The removal of American customs and rules and value systems. And the propagation of child sex changes. And all this shit. It all started with you not being able to say no the first time when the evidence was extremely clear, but you didn't want to stand up against the propaganda, okay? This is called having a fucking backbone, all right? And if you really honestly, like this is real shit, if you want to know why I'm me and you ain't me, why I've built the shit I've built and you haven't, it's because I'm not a fucking pussy. It's that simple. I've been on the internet since the fucking shit started telling y'all what to say and what to do and how to handle it, and you're still asking me. It's say fucking no. Do you, do you think that that's the reason why it's so hard for people to say no? It's like they're, they're more concerned with the reaction from yes. the other person. Yes. Right. Or is it that or or is it also could it just be the, the lack of awareness or understanding of why they're saying no? You know what I'm could saying? Could be that, too. That maybe they haven't actually looked into the real science behind it. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Maybe they haven't actually looked for the solution. Maybe they haven't actually looked to the formula. But not being able to say no is a fundamental skill set that you must have to be successful in life. And a lot of you guys are being tested right now, and it shows that you don't have what it takes. You can never become this successful, kick-ass, wealthy individual without that capacity. Yeah. Like, it's a necessary skill. Like, it, dude, do you, I mean, look, you're around me 24 hours a day. How easy do I say no? <laughs> You you say no the easiest out of anybody I've ever. Met. I fucking look at people. I go no, and I keep walking. <laughs> I don't even think about it. And like, do you think I do you think I agonize over their feelings about me saying no? No, no, not. I mean, but that's the. Does that, I intentionally don't even explain it because I want them to sit there and think about why the fuck I said no. Yeah, yeah, and like, I think the thing is too though. It's like people have to realize. Like, I think it comes from having the ability to protect yourself. Right. Because nobody's going to care about you like you care about you. And so like you have to be able to, to stand up for yourself and just say no, wh whatever it is. Listen, man, people died for this country. My grandfather was 20 fucking years old and he was shot. He never met his own fucking kids. OK, you can't say no to some fucking blue hair, progressive dumbass who's screaming at you about a fucking mask. Bro, these people are like malnourished weak little plebes and like you guys look at them and you you fucking cower and you think that like we're something like if you cower in that situation what makes you think you have what it takes to do anything relevant in life anything like you're being tested yeah. and you're failing the test yeah and like i think too like what's the worst that's gonna happen when you tell somebody no especially when it comes to this master they tell you oh you can't shop here okay no the worst that's going to happen is um, that you're going to leave and you're going to fucking be a big, have a big smile and a sense of self-accomplishment because you stood up for what you actually believed in your heart. Yeah. That's like what, every time, positive, you, every listen, dude, every time, 
Every time that you guys go along with something you don't actually believe to be true, you're chipping away at your own self-confidence and your own self-belief and your own authenticity. Every single time that you tell someone something that you don't mean or you go along with something that you don't want to go along with and you be untrue to yourself, you chip away at your own identity little by little by little by little and it leaves you ending up as a shell of a human being that is just floating through the wind at the at the will of other people. And then you wonder why you're depressed or you have anxiety or you feel like you're a loser or you feel like, you know, you don't have what it takes because you don't have what it takes because it takes a very simple, a, a, a very basic amount of staying true to yourself to just say no. When you mean no and say yes when you mean yes mm -hmm. and stand by those things like this is basic shit and yeah. like dude you know as far as the mask thing goes like you guys go along with it again we're gonna lose the country yeah. that's it you know i see all these people talking about all this stuff on the internet about you know this time we're not gonna do it you know you said that last time but then i saw you all on airplanes wear masks and i saw y'all you know oh yeah but that's on an airplane that's required right dude, dude you have to understand the level of commitment this actually takes this takes a level of commitment to massively inconvenience yourself to stand true to what it is you believe when i tore my shoulder two years ago okay on september 15th two years ago in 21 i knew it was torn you knew it was torn. Mm -hmm. Everybody in the motherfucking gym knew it was torn because you could hear it, okay? <laughs> I couldn't lift my arm over my head, all right? Do you know what I couldn't do because it was torn and, and because the mask shit was going on? You know what I couldn't do? Couldn't go get your MRI. I couldn't get an MRI, mm -hmm. okay? So you know when I finally got an MRI? December. I tore it in September. Now keep in mind, my physicality and my conditioning is extremely important to me. It's the most important thing in my life. It's what everything is built upon, okay? And I waited 90 days until I found a doctor that I actually knew from grade school who was willing to let me into his facility to get an MRI and then do the surgery. Mm -hmm. He happened to be a very awesome surgeon, all right? That's the level of inconvenience that you have to deal with to stand by what the fuck you believe. Yeah. It takes that. Yeah. Dude, I think too, man, like I had fun with this shit. I used to fuck with people. <laughs> like I would walk right past them. So you gotta put your mask on. I'm uh, BLM, I'm protesting. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The shit is free. I just give them the look of fucking death. I gave, yeah, I got that too. Yeah. I call it my angry black man face. Yeah, I know. But mine just says you're gonna die. <laughs> okay, don't fucking talk to me. Yeah, right, right. And it works. A serious Italian, yeah. would you get called? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> look, man. No, it's real shit because here's the thing, man. It, it is going to be coming back. It's going to come. And you have to they be have a good temperature. What you, they think is a good you temperature. You have so. to be willing to stand on what you believe to the level of physical violence. Mm. That's where we need to be. That's where the country needs to be. Yeah. No one is going to do this. There, no one's going to force you to do anything. And you are willing to do whatever the fuck it takes. Go to jail, fight, doesn't matter, to resist it. That's the level of commitment. It's real shit, man. Uh, guys, Andy, question number two. Andy, I'm a college athlete trying to earn a spot on a really talented team. My question is regarding enjoying the process in comparison to over-focusing on the end goal. I am really hard on myself, 
and a bad day easily impacts my mindsets uh, in regards to my future. What should the balance be between enjoying where I'm at and where I want to eventually go, especially for someone who desires so much in life? Look, here's here's a fundamental reality of driven human beings. Um, driven human beings are going to always feel like they're behind. They're going to always feel like they're not doing good enough. They're going to always feel like they're not far enough. They're all going to always feel like you're losing. Look, winning, this is how it feels. 90% of the time, you're going to feel like you're getting your balls kicked in. All right? 8% of the time, you're going to be confused and you're frustrated. 2% of the time, you actually win. And those moments come and go, and then you're back in the 90%. And that's the reality of a winner's life. People don't understand that. They think it's all about cruising around in a cool car, having a free and happy and easy and go lucky life. And that's not reality because true winners are built for the fucking fight. They're built for the battle. They don't find peace and joy and happiness in the win. They find what they're looking for in the fight. And so if you're a high driven, ambitious individual and you're looking around and you think everybody else is like living their uh, you know, free and easy life, that's because that's what they're showing you on the internet. But I can assure you that anybody who's built anything real, anybody who's built anything uh, significant, all right, these people live in a constant state of frustration and aggravation because they're so driven and they go so hard and they're so impatient that it actually wills the result into reality. All right. There's no high level competitor that exists in the world out here that doesn't feel that way. If they tell you that they're lying. All right. Or they're not very good. Say, or they're not a high level competitor. Right. <laughs> so like, dude, you know, there's a fundamental misunderstanding about this. Enjoy where you are and be hungry for the next thing. Like, bro, I don't feel like that's the truth. The truth is, uh, you know, and pe people will judge this, you know, people who are not ambitious and who, who are wired different, they judge this. They say, well, fuck, that's no way to live. Well, it's no way to live for you because you're not wired for it. All right. Some people aren't wired to live like that. In fact, most people aren't. In fact, it's less than 1% of the actual population. That's why the 1% is the 1%. Yeah. All right. So you have to understand if you're out there building something, whether it be an athletic career uh, a professional career, uh, physique, a business, whatever it is you're building, you're going to spend most of your time feeling frustrated. You're going to feel most of the time like you're losing. You're going to feel like most of the time you're getting your ass kicked and then some good stuff's going to happen. All right. But then after the good stuff happens, you're going to automatically flip your brain over to what's next. All right. And then the process starts over again. And we can observe this in championship caliber people. Look at Kobe Bryant. All right. Look at Michael Jordan. All right. Look at fucking Nick Saban. Look at Bill Belichick. These people win championships and on the interview podium, they're saying, well, what do you think? And they're like, cool, we did a good job. We did what we were supposed to do. And what, well, what are you going to do? And they're like, well, I'm going to be in the gym tomorrow, 6 a.m. You know right what I'm back, saying? Right back yeah. Right back like, like, dude, this is the mindset of a true winner. They're, like, there's this fallacy out here that people without it actually end up winning. It's just not true. It's just not true. So you're saying that if, you, if you're listening right now and you have that mentality. You got the right mentality. That's where you're supposed, that that's is That's how it's supposed to go. go. Yeah. Yeah, that is exactly that, what I'm man. saying. I love that. I wanna, I wanna ask you too, cause you know, when, when you know, I've heard it from friends, I know you've heard it from people too. It's like, you know, oh, well, you know, you gotta be happy where you are. You know, 
can we talk a little bit about that? Like, if we're really being honest, are you really happy with where you are? Who? I'm saying, like, for people who say that shit. Oh. You know I tell you, I'm not. Yeah. I'm not even fucking close. Do you think I'm close? No. Do you think I would come in here and work the way I fucking work, care the way I care if I thought I was where I wanted to be? Yeah. Motherfucker, I worked this whole fucking entire time just to build a platform to launch a motherfucking rocket. Like, this has been... All of this that I've done so far has just been just to build the foundational uh, structure for me to do what I actually want to do. Okay, so like, I think that's the truth for most people too. They're just huh? not—they're not aware of that though. They don't put that together. No, dude, you can't expect people to understand that because people would look at my life from the outside and they would say, "God, dude, this guy's got it all." But it's not about getting it all. Like mm. I've had it all, had it all for a long time. That's not—that's not the point. It's about winning. It's about being the best. It's about doing something other people can't do or haven't done or don't have the balls to do. It's a different game. See, people who think it's about money and success and cars and houses, they they get it confused. Because that shit's cool. I like that shit. That's part of my life. But that's not why I do this. It has nothing to do with it, actually. I don't really give a fuck. In fact, I drive home to probably one of the coolest houses in the whole country, maybe even the whole world, with one of the coolest car collections in the world for sure, at one of the coolest headquarters of one of the coolest companies that exists on the fucking planet every single day. That's my life. And I'm highly dissatisfied with it. Okay, not because... That's, gonna go, huh? that's deep, man. Yeah, not, not because I want more, but because I recognize that I'm not even close to the best. I'm not close, like, dude, yeah, I've provided income, created jobs, I've done all this shit, but, like, bro, there's so many people that are so much better than me and have done so much more than me, and that's the game I've chosen to play, and I've dedicated my life to it, and I intend to fucking win it. Yeah, and how many more jobs can you create? How many more? Yeah. Yeah, that's real, man. Bro, listen, there's a big idealistic fallacy in the world right now about what winning actually takes and what it actually looks like and it gets spoiled by all these dumbasses on the internet who they pretend to be who I actually really am, right? Okay? <laughs> and they, they, they go out and they try to make this storyline up about themselves to sell some fucking bullshit to you guys. And then, you know, like, dude, look at the, look at the thumbnails. Like, l- let's be real, dude. There's thumbnails on the internet on, on YouTube where there's like these kids no one's ever fucking heard of in their entire life. And it's like this kid and he's interviewing this guy and it's like how so-and-so has a hundred million dollar car collection. And then you go look at his cars and it's a fucking G-Wagon, a wrapped Bentley and some fucking bullshit Huracan. Like, bro, they're lying to you. They're making, they're, they're lying to you. And they have you guys hooked into this fake entrepreneur life where they park the fucking Rolls Royce out in front of the private jet and they act like that's the life you live. That is not the life you live. Do I drive my Rolls Royce to a private jet? Fuck yeah. Do you know how much time that actually is in my life? One fucking millisecond of my fucking life. The rest of the time, I'm out here getting my ass beat, okay? Work pounding my fucking face into the wall so that I can inch this motherfucker more down the track. And all this overnight success that you guys see from these social media superstars, that shit's the anomaly. That's an anomaly, bro. You ain't Mr. Beast. You ain't Logan Paul or Jake Paul. You're fucking you, and I'm me. I come from a regular place right down the fucking road, okay? I don't have, you know, yeah, I've got a decent social media following, but I don't have that. Yeah. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, bro, I've grinded this motherfucker out. And you can too. But you got to realize that it ain't going to be happy. It ain't going to be fun. It ain't going to be fast. It ain't going to be easy. And, and it's not going to be quick. You're not going to get it for $997 in fucking course. Like, bro, it's going to cost you everything you got. And that's if you're smart. I love it. I, I don't know. I don't know how to convince these kids of this shit. Like you guys are out here secret blueprint. Uh, so much, to make my kids millionaires by the time they're fucking three. Right. Like yeah. get the fuck out of here. dude. Four, four ways to get rich in 2023. Yeah. With, with a picture of a La Ferrari from some motherfucker. It ain't even his car, bro. I drive a La Ferrari to work three days a week. <laughs> Do yeah. I fucking not? That is a badass La Ferrari too. I can't fit in it though. Oh, and by the way, I take that motherfucker home and I trade it out for one of the 40 other fucking cars I got. But do you see me standing in front of him saying, hey, buy my course? No, I come on here and tell you the real shit for fucking free because it ain't that complicated. It's real simple. You're going to have to work. And it's going to take a long time. It's going to be hard as fuck. You're going to have to have an open mind. You're going to have to be used to getting kicked in the balls because that's how you're going to spend most of your life. You're going to have to grit it out. You're going to have to fight. You're going to have to argue. You're going to have to be uncomfortable. You're going to have to say no a whole fucking lot. Like, dude, you're going to have to have a chip on your shoulder. You're going to have to be willing to say fuck you to a whole lot of people. Like, dude, this what this takes is beyond what the internet comprehends. That's real talk. And I don't think anybody out there is more qualified to fucking tell that than me. That's that's real. All right. So. Yeah. <clears throat> Love I, 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 dude, I, I don't. It, it's frustrating to me. Yeah. Because ever since I started stopped the MFCEO project, I've seen this emergence of like an ungodly amount of these like f- these fake internet people that you've never fucking heard of. You know, like. It's disheartening, dude. It's really disheartening to me. And the reason I get pissed off about it is because I actually understand what the fuck it takes. And because people are getting fooled by a lot of this flash shit, right, on the internet, this quick, easy, fast, you know, shit, they, people think there's something wrong with them when it doesn't go that way. It doesn't work out. Right. So, like, you have all these young kids who have the ability and they have the, the the potential all of you do by the way all of you do all of you have the potential but then they see these stories and then they go out and try and it doesn't go the way they want right they make a video and it gets fucking 10 10 views right they they bro i my first day in business i had one customer and he was my friend he bought seven dollar pro- product from me the second day in business nobody came in the third day in business sold $22. It took me eight months to have a day over $200. Now, remember, this is before the internet. You guys have the amazing, you guys have the most amazing tools available to you. So it's not going to take you like that. But it is going to be hard and it is going to take a lot. And it, it, it bothers me because, like, dude, when I like, like, I meet these young men and women that want to be successful. That are hungry. Are yes. Ready to drive, they right. have what it takes. And then they watch these assholes on the internet. And then it doesn't happen fast enough. And then they think it's, 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 their, it's, it's a problem with them. This used to be the weight loss industry, right? Like until the internet came around and really made people wise up, the weight loss industry was very similar to this, right? Every, every week it was a new pill. Every week it was a new powder. Every week it was a new this. And I was fat. Okay, I spent most of my life fat as fuck. 
All right. And you know what I did? I bought every single one of those things. Mm. I bought every single pill. I bought every single powder and none of the shit fucking worked. And you know what I did after it didn't work? I'm like, well, fuck it. I must be my genetics. I just can't do it. Blah, blah, blah. You know what I'm saying? Like, dude, how many people does that actually ruin and take them out of the game forever? Yeah. And not just weight loss. It's actually life. Listen, I watched my mom do this. I watched my mom do this growing up. She bought every single diet pill, every single quick fix, every single thing, and nothing ever worked. And she blamed herself. She blamed herself like it was her fault. Like, do you know what that does to someone's, like, brain and the thought process about themselves? Like, it ruins them, dude. And eventually she figured it out and she lost 100-something pounds. She's doing fucking great. Very proud of her. But my point is, is that a lot of people never come back around. And it's the same for their business ideals and they're same for their business goals. Like, dude, there's so many people out here that have all the potential in the world to become the next great entrepreneur or build the next great brand. And they're getting confused by motherfuckers that aren't who the fuck they say they are, who haven't actually built anything, who haven't actually done anything, and it's making them give up on themselves. And that's why I hate this shit so much. Like, you guys should be looking and learning from people who have actually built shit. You should be able to buy their products. You should be able to talk to their employees. You should be able to see their companies, like, physically. If those people are teaching you shit, it's probably worth listening to. But it ain't worth listening to some 22-year-old fuckhead who's trying to sell you some bullshit. And that's real talk, dude. That's real shit, man. It bothers me from an ethical standpoint to my fucking soul. Okay? It's ruining people's careers. How many of these kids give up and never go back to it? And they could... Dude, how many great ideas die? Mm. Because... The person was misled about what the process is actually like. Gave them the wrong recipe. Like, dude, how many cures to diseases don't exist because people were demoralized before they even went down the path? How many great businesses? How many iconic brands? How many massive movements are never born because people look at these fake fucks and then figure out, like, and then somehow believe them and then blame themselves when their methods don't work and quit? It's wrong. Yeah. yeah that's do, that's do, do why I that get cu- so pissed about it, dude. Do you see that culture dying? Huh? Do you, do you see that culture dying? Like dying off that, that... I mean, look, dude. A lot of these people are getting called out day after day. Some of them are even getting killed. Yeah. You know, like we're, we're at a point now where, you know, there, there's been a number of crypto people and scam artists getting fucking murdered in the last six months because, bro, they're fucking with people's lives. And there's this, there's this like... Flippant mentality about like, you know, amounts of money, like 40 grand, 50 grand, right? Like these fucking scammers are out here taking 30, 40, 50 grand from people. And because they, you know, they they don't think that's a lot of money. They don't realize like, dude, that like, you know how hard it is for the average person to get 30 fucking grand, bro? It's damn near impossible. Most people never do it. And these fucking kids are out here fucking stealing this shit from people, ruining their lives. I don't know if it's going to die. There's always been fucking snake oil and scam, but I think the internet does a great job at sniffing them out. Yeah, 100%. At least there's some, at least there's some accountability to it. Yeah. yeah. But like, bro, you know, that's why, dude, it's, it's just one part. That's a big part of why... It's a big part of why I got out of the personal development shit so hard because I got so tired of that shit. Mm-hmm. 
You know, I would go to these events and I'd be surrounded by, you know, we're some really good people, but there's always some fucking snakes there too, and I can't fucking stand it. Yeah, because it's so easy for you to just, oh, yeah. Well, yeah, bro, because look, dude, I've done what these people want to do. So it's easy for me standing on the fucking top of the hill, looking down on the hill, and, and who's pretending to be on the top of the hill. It's not as easy for someone who's never built anything to recognize the fake shit. Yeah, that's real. That's real shit, man. Uh, guys, Andy, our third and final question, Andy. Question number three. Andy, I've been running a small auto glass shop by myself for the past seven years. Uh, I just recently hired my first two employees, and after having a five-star, 200-plus um, reviews on Google, I just got my first one-star review. Uh, between the story of what my guys told me and the pictures, as well as what the customer is claiming as far as the damage on the vehicle, uh, what kind of response should I be leaving on this one-star review? I stand by my team, and I believe their story. I don't really know how to respond to this review. How did you, how, how would you respond in a situation like that, or how have you responded? Well, look, unfortunately, the behavior of the Internet can be unreasonable at times especially from customers, all right? So how this started out, like back, you know, around 2009, 10, when the internet first really, social media really started getting going, right? People started getting savvy to like leaving reviews and stuff like that. Um, when you got a one-star review, you know, it was, it was horrible. Like, because nobody really understood that people would abuse that system, right? But here we are 13 years later, 14 years later, and most people can recognize a one-star review when it's bullshit. Mm. All right. So first of all, like let that give you some peace. Yeah. You know, don't. Did you did you get like what was your first one-star review like? Do you remember that <laughs> that, that, that time? Uh, I mean, look, man. You know, because of the way I'm built and my the way I talk and how I am, I get a lot of hate anyway. Right. Yeah. Like a lot of people just don't like me because they see me on here and they assume I'm some angry fuck. When in reality, bro, I'm actually pretty easy going. I just get angry on here. <laughs> All right. Uh, like, uh, it's true, though. Yeah. You know, and by the way, we got some cool content uh, coming out. You know, I'm getting back into making content again. Um, actually looking for some people. Uh, if you guys are high quality editors, I'm going to have a little contest for you guys coming out shortly. Um, but I'm going to start making content again because people, you know, perceive me uh, in a way that I don't think is truly who I actually am. Doesn't do it justice. No, I don't think so. You know, um, but, you know, there were so many of them, bro, that like, I, you know, like I can remember the first time I, I had someone like kind of hit me on the internet and I had never had it happen before. It made yeah. me sick. Yeah. It made my stomach hurt, like made me freak the fuck out. Uh, you know, and, 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 and dude, that's okay because you should care a lot about your business. You should care when people are dissatisfied. It should make you upset if you actually give a shit when people are dissatisfied with the work that you do. And so, for but, but you know, keep in mind, people understand when people are just being assholes. Mm -hmm. All right. So if that's what's going on, it's probably pretty obvious to people. But how I would handle this situation is I would make sure that you, I would, I would call the customer. I would have a talk with them. I wouldn't, you know, say, Hey, take this down or anything like that. I would say, Hey, look, what can we do to make this right? What can we do to, to, to make it right? And whatever they said that they need to have done, as long as it's like within reason and they're not just like taking advantage of you. Cause some people will take advantage of you. There some are people, assholes out there. There's a lot of them. Yeah. 
And, and unfortunately, it's a cultural thing in society right now where people don't understand that these small businesses employ people. Uh, these businesses, like, dude, I'm very, I'm very, I'm very, very, very tolerant and slow to blast a company on the internet because I understand what's actually at stake. Mm-hmm. You know, like when I see these things happen to Bud Light or I see these things happen to like the Liberty Safe thing that's happening right now, bro, it hurt. It, it fucking hurts me bad because like, although I agree with the reason that people are upset, I understand that there's hundreds of people, thousands of people in those organizations that that think the same way as the people who are upset. You know, and those those are the people that suffer because yeah. I know that because of the, I I'm in that situation, right? Yeah, apply that to a small business, yes, that's dude, only... and it's way worse. Yeah. And like, dude, you know, so I have a lot of patience when it comes for calling businesses out because I understand what it takes to build a business and employ people. Um, and I wish people had more of of that. I wish people thought a little bit more, right? Hmm. But sometimes, you know. People fuck up. Uh, I got a car. I got a car brand right now that's about to get fucking destroyed. Okay, this is fucking with me. Yeah. Um, and I'm not going to say anything yet, but I will tell the story for the rest of my life if they don't fucking get it right soon. But the point is here: how do you handle it? You handle it by doing everything you can to make it right and understanding a fundamental reality about customers: customers that complain that are loud about complaining will actually be your customers that will be loud about how you fix the problem too, if you actually go fix it. Those same ones. Yes. So like you have a massive opportunity with a disgruntled customer to turn them into an advocate by just solving the problem and taking care of them the right way. Now, if it's unreasonable, sometimes you just got to eat the one-star review and wipe your hands of that customer. Sometimes customers do have to be fired. Sometimes Mm -hmm. people... You know, there's a thing like, so we have this thing uh, at First Form where our products are guaranteed by 110% money back guarantee, okay? Well, it doesn't take a genius to figure out that when we actually, because we actually do, we do fucking actually do that, (laughs) that people try to take advantage of it, okay? So we have a little system here, right, that shows how what people have bought, what people have returned, and blah, blah, blah. And once they cross that line, they're fired as a customer. They're not even allowed to buy from us anymore. Mm. So, you know. That's, that's fucking standards. Yeah, though. there's yeah. times to fire customers. But yeah. most of the time, um, the customer is right, and it's your job, and you should recognize the ability uh, and the opportunity to turn that customer into an advocate and create a situation where they're out there spreading positive word of mouth about you. That's what happens in 99% of cases. Most people are good. Most customers that are pissed off are justifiably pissed off. Mm. Okay, so I'm talking about a very small amount of of shit bags. Uh, And then, you know, but I would handle that person as if they were acting in good faith until you knew for sure that they weren't. weren't. Um, How would I handle it publicly? Uh, I would probably just get on the one-star review and explain the situation as if you were explaining it for the world to read, not for that person to read. You see what I'm saying? Because if that person is so hell-bent on ruining your shit and you go on there and explain what happened from the beginning to the end, most reasonable people 
are going to say, look at this business owner taking the time to go on there and actually communicate with this customer and try to solve this problem. And this person's still being an asshole. Yeah. And that's how I'd handle it. Yeah. But try to flip that Karen if you can. Huh? Try to flip the Karen. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> well, dude, they're valuable assets. Yeah, because she's already loud. Yes. Yeah, that's, that's, that's where a, people that's fail point. to understand. Like these people who are mad at you, um, these people who are disgruntled with you, these people who are frustrated with you, when you, when you, when you switch it, the, the script on them and you actually solve the problem, they usually become, in my experience, have become our biggest fans. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. People who are loud are loud, whether they're happy or, or not. Yeah, that's <laughs> so make true. them happy. <laughs> that's true. You know? So that there's an opportunity there for everybody um, if you handle it right. And plus, furthermore, you know, if one customer has a problem with this thing, it's probably a good opportunity for you to, to, to kind of look at your systems mm -hmm. and say, okay, uh, we need to fix this so this doesn't happen again yeah. and be legitimate about it. You know, the days of the days of sweeping customers under the rug are over. You you can't afford to do it. No, not, not with these right here. No, because no. everybody's yeah. an influencer, dude. Yep. Every single human being is an influencer. And every single human being can tell everybody anything they need to tell them in the click of a button. That didn't exist 30 years ago, 20 years ago. That wasn't a thing. All right. So businesses back then, and a lot of these businesses run the same way. Notice them. All right. The companies who that when you call them, you can't get someone on the phone. All right. Or you can't get you, you, you go to their website. You can't find a way to actually contact them. You can't talk to a person in their building. All right. Like you call here. You're talking to a motherfucker that works here. Mm -hmm. Right. You're not talking to someone, uh, you know, making moon slurpees. Sayed. <laughs> <laughs> hey. I got to keep it real, man. <laughs> You're talking to a fucking American right over there in yeah. St. Louis, Missouri. You know what I'm saying? That's real shit, though. Yeah. Who, who, who actually gives a fuck because this is their career. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, dude, support those companies, by the way. It's hard to do business that way. It costs a lot more money to do it that way. Yeah. That's my pitch. Yeah. Well, guys, Andy, that was three. Yeah. Guys, go pay the fee. Sleeping on the floor, now my jewelry box froze Fuck a bowl, fuck a stove, counted millions in the cold Bad bitch, booted swole, got her on bankroll Can't fold, dust a no, headshot, case closed, closed.